Good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> Got a current small group, but we're going to uh, just wait a couple minutes before we jump into our topic today and allow some more people to uh, roll in the room. Today, we get to talk about how to not let one stressful moment ruin our whole day. And I'm so excited <clears throat> to bring this topic to you. Um, today. But before we get into topic at hand, and I see people are rolling in the room, that's awesome. I am sure hopeful for all sorts of folks. Let's see, I'm going to bring up the chat here really quick. And I want you to start off, we're gonna talk about some stressful events today. But let's start off with focusing on some positive. Let's start off with something that's going really well today. Anything, anything going really well today. I want to see that in the chat. This Tamara, while we're getting things all set up here as well, I am going to make you my co-host. Oh, I love this. Great workout at the gym. Some sunshine, daily workout, some water. Look at that. On point with nutrition. That's amazing. I had a really good workout this morning at the gym as well, and I am excited that my muscles have settled down just a little bit because they were hard to lift. My arms were hard to lift earlier today. Um, awesome. Quality time with family. Amazing. So, so good. If you have a friend that you know is going to be here, give them a little ping really quick and let them know um, that our call is starting now. But also, of course, we record it and it's going to be uploaded to our portal. It's also going to be uploaded to the podcast. And so no worries about that at all. And before we jump all the way into our topic of today, um, I also just wanted to remind you, for those that are clients of our program, sometimes we have people that are not clients of our program as well on this call, um, which they are, everybody's welcome. Um, but if you are a client of our program, I want you to remember about the accountability post. And each week we actually draw someone's name out of a, out of a hat that posts and tags their coach and then uploads that post um, into our our uh, client or our, our client Facebook page. And this week we had nobody that posted um, or did all the steps. Doesn't mean that nobody posted, but it takes a couple of steps. You got to post, you got to tag your coach, then you got to screenshot that and then put that into the comments of that pink post that's in the featured um, featured part of our Align client page. So it takes some steps to get there, but we also, we give away 50 bucks every week. And so uh, well worth it. And uh, definitely want to just remind you of that. <clears throat> so as people are continuing to roll into the room, I'm so excited that you are here with us today. And uh, my name is Laura Hurd. I am one of the Align uh, coaches, a part of your team. I might be your coach or your coach's coach, or maybe not just part of the Align team, but I'm so happy that you are all here. And today I am joined with Tamara Fanjoy, who is also one of your Align coaches. And we are going to be talking today about how to not let one stressful moment ruin your day. 
So we talked about some positive things that have already happened today, but we're going to go negative for just a moment. And for those of you that have been around a little while, you know that we don't like to go negative, but hey, welcome to the human experience and that our brains still go negative, right? Like I blink if that's ever happened. <laughs> um, and I want you to specifically think about today the last event, or maybe just an event that comes to mind where you're like, oh my word, that triggered me so bad. All right. I'm going to give you just a moment to think. Could be something that happened today. Maybe it's an event in the past that you're still hanging on to. So an event that triggered you. And Tamara, when we are not mindful of our thoughts and of our triggers and things like that, we were really talking about some things that happen or that we might choose into that maybe don't serve our goals. And I'm just imagining that everybody here on this, this call uh, has a thought in mind, right? A trigger that has happened in the past in mind. I mean, gosh, I, yes. Okay. So Tamara, what might be, if we're not mindful of our thoughts, what might be some reactions that might happen to someone when they're triggered? Well, so many, but we might go to alcohol, drugs, um, overindulging, yeah. which um, I don't know about you guys, but I have a, a trigger with sweets. So if stress really comes in, what's the thing I want to have? Doggone, I want ice cream. Um, binge watching. Does anybody binge watch on Netflix? You're stressed out, you had a hard day, and that's what you want to do. Or you end up in the scroll hole on Facebook. You just scroll and scroll mindlessly because you don't have to think. You don't have to feel the stress and it just, it's your escape. Um, so we take, we take on a lot of those, those tough things when something triggers us. Mm. Oh, so, so true. And again, I mean, just insert your vice, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm like you, Tamara, my vice is definitely sugar. Um, and gosh, blink if you have a sugar addiction, right? Like, but insert your vice and whatever that is, whether it is food, whether it's alcohol or drugs, whether it is um, TV, shopping, gambling, anything, anything, insert your vice on what happens and, and what that natural response is. And maybe it's even anger, right? Like coming back mm -hmm. in anger when someone triggers you. Um, and the really beautiful part about doing this work, and it really is beautiful. It's just challenging sometimes is recognizing those triggers and being mindful of those triggers and realizing who we're giving our power to when those triggers happen. And so that is the really tangible part that we want to talk about with you today about what are some strategies and, and um, kind of situational sorts of things that you can do in that moment, right in that moment when that trigger happens. And I want to give you a little bit of grace here as well. Um, I did put together some slides so you can screenshot and, and that kind of stuff as well um, and be able to go back to these. But I also want to give you a little bit of grace and that this takes practice. 
Okay. And so it is not something that like, oh, I listened to one session and now I'm just fantastic. I will never be triggered again. (laughs) No, that is not how this works. Right. But sometimes we can use those past triggers as well to self-analyze and be like, oh, what could I have done different in that situation? And then the next time that that situation happens, maybe you feel a little bit more prepared and you can start utilizing some of these strategies to help move you forward, keep your emotions in check, keep your power in yourself and not give that out to other people. Okay, so let me um, get my my screen shared here. Hang on one second. I think I got it all set up so it's just automatic and fancy. Okay, wonderful. Is it automatic and fancy? Are you all seeing it? Okay, fantastic, wonderful. (laughs) So I love Tamara. We were talking yesterday and preparing for this call just a little bit. And your husband had just a fantastic little phrase that I just loved when we start to talk about these triggers and our response to these triggers. Can you share with everybody what that was? Oh my gosh, yes, because I had to write it down because it was so good. And of course, he was so proud that he had this great response for me. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Mm. That is, if that doesn't just hit you. Can you say it again, Tamara? Absolutely. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Yes. Yes. And again, kind of what I was saying, this is not coming in judgment, right? But if we are noticing that maybe our response to something isn't how we want to show up in life. That's when we get to spend some time reflecting, self-analyzing, getting a hold of our own thoughts, and learning how to respond in a different way. I always say that a trigger that comes up is one, when there's a negative emotion associated with it, That is an opportunity for growth. We like to call those in our household, we like to come up with lots of acronyms. We like to call them NCOs, New Challenging Opportunities. An opportunity of growth. So there's a few different strategies. And and when we talk, I have a a slide as well for our resources, but we are really... um, aiming at a couple of different resources here today as we're talking about these strategies and and thoughts and ideas that you can have to help. Um, And they're coming from um, Dr. Anderson's Element 24 in your life book. Um, And they're actually also coming from a book that Jim uh, Dethmer wrote. And so I have both of those things in in a slide. So that way you can screenshot though. We'll talk about the resources, but just so you are kind of aware, that is where we're going to be going for more information. And if you want to learn more. Um, And so strategy number one um, is really to it's, it's kind of a method of meditation. And I actually love in our world, in our society, um, that meditation is a, a more accepted form of mental health um, and mental awareness. And it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to look a certain way. Um, and this is just a strategy, a form of meditation that can very quickly take you into a positive state. And so let's say a trigger happens, right? And you notice that those emotions are high right in that moment. 
And you can take just a couple of moments and think of something or someone that makes you feel happy. Okay. And again, doesn't have to be right, like in your vicinity right there. It could be like when I was learning about this strategy, uh, people were saying like my cat, you know, my cat makes me feel happy. And so they might use that. I'm going to think of my cat when I get triggered. Um, maybe it's a family member or maybe it is right in that moment. And you happen to be outside and you notice a flower right there, something, just something that makes you feel happy. Now, when you think of that thing or that person, I want you to think of the positive emotion that it's associated with that thing or that person. Okay. So you're thinking of someone or something that makes you happy, noticing the positive emotion, and then you're just exhaling all the way through. Okay. And for this specific strategy, a lot of meditation focuses on breathing and in and out, a number of breaths and that kind of stuff. It doesn't even have to be a full in and out breath. It can literally be that quick. Trigger happens. Thinking of my cat makes me feel calm. That's it. Okay. So that's strategy number one of when a trigger happens. Okay. Strategy number two, Tamara, will you kind of go into details a little bit about this? This is really related to parts of element four as well that we talk about so much uh, in our calls, but you go ahead and take it away and let's talk about strategy number two. Okay. Um, and yes, we do talk about this a lot and it's worthy of being talked about. I don't know about anybody else in the group, but if you haven't heard Stop, Challenge, Choose, um, we come back to that a lot as coaches. And so what do we, what does stop, challenge, choose really mean? Again, it kind of goes into that, that what Laura said about strategy one is we've got to breathe through these things. And where do you breathe when you're stressed? You know, it's all up in your neck and in your, in your chest. So when you're, you stop and you're going to challenge and choose the right thing, you, you want to breathe from your diaphragm and slow down your breathing. But so first thing you want to do before you say, or do anything is stop in the moment. And as Dr. A says, it takes about 90 seconds for that emotion to come in and go out if we allow it. But if we let it come in and we stop it and we stuff it, then we can't go further in the stop challenge choose because it's going to stay right there. So 90 seconds, I mean, what can you do in 90 seconds? Not a lot. So 90 seconds is a very short time to just practice. Okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to react at all. And then in challenge, you, you slow yourself down. You slow down and challenge the thought. Maybe it's, um, maybe it's some, not even a food thing. Somebody triggered you and you're really angry and you have to stop yourself and say, is this fact? Did they really mean to say that to hurt me? Or did I allow it to hurt me? Because nothing can come in and hurt us unless we allow it. Any of those challenges that we're going to come across are all in our control. I'm going to say that again, because I'm a pro of letting somebody get to me and I've learned so much in stopping and not letting it happen. So we are 100% in control of how we react. Can't blame that other person if we get mad and we stick with that anger forever because it's our choice. And does it help us? Absolutely not. 
Does it hurt them if we're mad? Nope. It just hurts us if we stick it, stick that in the craw. And then focus on the positive. You know, um, what is the right choice right now? Am I going to think about it and think, you know what? She probably didn't mean it that way. That's just the way I took it. So choose the above the line path and stay above the line. And it's, you're going to be able to release all that stress that we know is going to settle and hurt us. Stress is evil. So stop, challenge, choose. You can use it in everything. You can use it in your food choices. You know, Laura and I were talking about sugar. When you're going to grab for that thing, stop yourself because nobody's going to slap it out of your hand. And it is your choice if you eat it. Not to say we're never going to do this right again, like Laura said, grace, grace, grace. But I know I beat myself up after I eat it. So if I stop and challenge myself before I make the wrong choice, I'm going to feel much better. Gosh, I love that. So, so good. Thank you for bringing all that to us, Tamara. That's just, it's so powerful. And, and I really, I want to just highlight just a little bit more on that second part of this strategy with a fact versus a story. And a fact is, is any of us, any of us that are listening to this call, that we are looking at that situation and we can 100% confidently say, Yes, our interpretation amongst all of us of that situation is a hundred percent fact. Right? Looking at the sky, the sky is blue. That is a fact. Okay. But if we can look at that same situation, and maybe I have a different uh, a, a one interpretation, and uh, maybe I, I got a couple people on my screen here, so I'm just going to, some names. So Amy, you know, her interpretation is really close to mine, but it's just a little bit different, you know, and, and then Tamara's over there, and gosh, she's got a whole different interpretation of what that event showed, right? And Janelle is over there, and she's like, wait a minute, guys, like, how about this perspective, right? That is a story. And so when we look at triggers and emotions and things like that, so oftentimes the reason that our emotions are triggered is because we're telling ourselves a story that does not serve us. I had a little instance yesterday in the gym where my experience of the person was that she tore her um, her flip-flops out of my hand. And when I was talking to Tamara about this situation that happened at the gym yesterday, and I was like, you know what? But even the fact that I'm saying that she tore her flip-flops out of my hand, that's a story. Like, what about if this woman had poor fine motor control. And the act of this is maybe a little bit more aggressive than what I have that same action. And so I interpreted that as her tearing the flip-flops out of my hand. But I don't know what's going on in her world. Like that was all a story, right? And so when we can really look at those different situations and then go to strategy number three and focus on the positive, we all tell ourselves stories all day long, all day long. 
And when you really start to actually notice the stories, why not just tell ourselves a story that's positive and that helps move us forward? Because if we're going to tell ourselves a story anyway, then does it, does it matter if the story is positive or negative? Like negative is just going to put us down a negative rabbit hole. So just tell yourself a positive story. I think I've even talked about this a little bit on coaching calls in the past of somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? That's a, that's oftentimes a triggering sort of event. The way that I respond to that, because I practice this and I'm not going to say I'm hundred percent, please don't, I'm not preaching from <laughs> not hundred percent, but this is what I try to do when somebody cuts me off in traffic is I say, gosh, I hope everything goes well with the baby. Because you don't know why that person is cutting you off in traffic. And maybe they are on their way to their hospital right now. And there is a baby coming right now, right? Like we don't know what's going on in that car. Always easier said than done, but it does help. Okay. And can uh, I add to that, Laura? Oh, yes, please do, Tamara. And does it matter what's going on to get them to speed past you? Because you're the one making the choice to get angry. Yes. And it can be anything. I used to have a client that used to say to me, she was so cute. And she'd say, I just start praying. I just start praying. I look at their license and I pray for them oh. because she thought something had probably happened for them in one shape or form. So I'm not going to be angry. I'm just going to let them go and I'm going to pray for them. But yeah, we and or we can get mad. And we know that we have five fingers and there's one of them that goes up in traffic way too often. It's like, what the heck did you do that for? Not me doing it to other people, you know, never. But um, <laughs> I'm so insulted when somebody does. It's like, I'm just driving my car. Yes, yes. Oh, so yeah. good, so good. We could talk about traffic probably all day long, right? All oh of us my, yes. have <laughs> experienced that. Okay, and then this third strategy now, this is a strategy that is definitely a little bit more involved and it takes just a little bit more time, but honestly, with practice, it can get pretty fast, okay? So Tamara already mentioned that Dr. A talks about that an emotional response in our body takes no more than 90 seconds to make its way through our system, okay? Now, there is some research out there. Some people say it's 35 seconds. Some people say it's six. Like there's some, there's some variability, right? But we know an emotion is a feeling. And I still remember the first time that I understood that emotion is feel, feel, like physically feeling, <laughs> right? Like when you have an emotion, you have a physical response in some way, shape, or form. All right. And even just understanding that was helpful for my brain. So this strategy right here comes from Jim Deathner's work. Um, and he wrote uh, one book that he wrote is the 15 commitments of conscious leadership. Um, he is actually one of Dr. Anderson's mentors and coaches. Uh, and Tamara and I got the pleasure of learning directly from Jim uh, the spring for two full days. And it was absolutely fantastic. But this was a strategy that he talks about um, and I do believe it's in his commitment number three, feelings, okay? Um, but these are, this is a strategy that he walks through with his clients um, and to learn. So first of all, 
trigger happens, right? Some event happens, person cuts you off, person tears their, their, uh, their flip-flops out of your hand, whatever, right? Husband <laughs> says that thing, anything, whatever that trigger is. Where in my body am I feeling this? You know, and some examples of that might be, gosh, my throat is a little tight, or maybe um, my palms are a little sweaty, or my, my heart rate increased, or maybe I have a pit in my stomach, or maybe you're noticing like a clenching, you know, like shoulders clenching or fist clenching, something, some sort of physical response. Okay, so you're you're using our stop challenge shoes and you're stopping right now and you're noticing where in my body do I feel it? Now, what emotion do I feel? Okay, so with practice, you can get better at this. But maybe it's anger, maybe it's sadness. It, what emotion is it? Tie an emotion to that physical feeling. And now what thought do I have in regarding to that emotion? What is my thought? And then you ask yourself in that moment, is it okay that I feel anger right now? Sounds crazy using that as an example, right? Like, is it okay that you feel angry right now? I just don't ever say this to someone. This is a self thing. <laughs> I could see that backfiring. <laughs> so somebody that's practiced this. Is it okay that I feel sad right now? Is it okay that I feel um, stressed right now? Whatever it is. And then you're going to do that deep breathing that Tamara was referring to. Breathing from the diaphragm. And you're going to breathe through that feeling all the way to completion. And that might take 90 seconds if you're allowing the feeling to fully feel. And then notice, is my body sensation gone? How are my emotions? How are my thoughts? Okay. This one, again, a little bit more in-depth strategy, a little bit harder to practice because um, it takes some steps, but a really, really good strategy to practice mentoring, not mentoring, mastering. That's the right word I was looking for, but it's a practice, okay? So when we talk about our resources that we just chatted about here today, we have Dr. A's Habits of Health, the Lifebook Element 24. You want to go into a little bit more detail about um, your emotions and mastering. Um, this element is your journey to higher consciousness. Okay. Element 24. It also references Habits of Health um, 1.6. Okay. And then I also wrote on there too, Jim Dethner's book, that talks about specifically strategy number three. Um, and actually element 24 um, is completely written based off of Jim's work in his book. 
Uh, Jim talks about all of those things at Dr. A. Uh, and so again, Jim is one of Dr. A's mentors and coaches. Um, and so not surprising, right? Um, but Jim also has a fabulous website called conscious.is. Uh, and he has a whole bunch of resources on there as well that you can just print off and practice um, on your own. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. That was a whole lot. We have a couple of minutes left here today in our call time. Does anybody have any questions? Or we can go ahead and just end the story. Hopefully this was helpful for you today. Thank you, Tamara, for being my sidekick today. Uh, and again, this will be uploaded as well into your Kajabi portable portal, also uploaded into our podcast uh, for you to, to go back and listen uh, and review again as well. All right, I'm not seeing any hands raising or anything popping up in the chat. And so thank you guys so much. We look forward to seeing you next week. And uh, hopefully you're able to start noticing some of these triggers this week and practice maybe one of these strategies to help decrease your emotions and keep yourself in check. All right, bye everybody.